Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello there, my little bum sniffers, and welcome to another episode of Mysteries of the Unexplained, where we tell you the stuff you've been lying awake thinking about for years. My name is Annie, and here is um, the guy from the local dole office. That serves the girl who comes in for her dole. Um, and her name is Annie Gann, <laughs> and my name is Willie Mohanlon. Will was just asking me before we came on, did I ever go down to the local community hall to do the lion dancing? And I told him no. But my auntie... No, 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 no. I'll have to stop you there. What did you say after that? She said no. But... but you said, but I have gotten many a shift to that song. <laughs> yeah, dirty town bike. Town bike. Yeah, I got a shift to Cotton Eye Joe, but like, but not at the line dancing. They used to play it at the discos. Like, do you know, all the young fellas go mad. They'd be there drinking their vodka and Red Bull and be like, hit, hit, hit. And they'd grab you by the arse and sure then, like, I don't know, like, did this happen in, did this happen in any other countries? Like, you know, like. Or in your case, the, your, um, your lower base of your backbone. <laughs> uh, you go on a sugar high and just were like. <laughs> no, I, I was actually quite a pudgy teenager. So I did have a bit of an arse at that stage. Like it was like, I definitely oh, have. Okay. A, but speaking of which, I've been doing my bum workouts. And can I say yeah. they're really hard? And can I say the difference that they are making is sweet fuck all. Nothing. <laughs> like nothing. Like not like I am working my arse up. I was just telling Will. I'm not ashamed to say it, that I'm doing like a, like a really clean, like green and juice diet because like there's a bit of weight on me that just refuses to go anywhere. And like I'm working out so hard, lads. Do you know what's happening? Fucking nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing. Well, listen, Annie, I think you're beautiful. Thank you. The way you are. Thank you. You don't need to change, my love. Thank you. Uh, will you send me up some of those laxative pills that you always take? I use them all myself, unfortunately, so I don't have any spares. <laughs> but um, I'll see if I can try get you something. 
Oh lads come on Because you know what I just know when lockdown's over I am going to go to town on the food I'm just going to be like Whoa. Most people say that they've put on weight during lockdown But like I'm just trying to lose a little bit So I can pile it all back on by drinking and eating When um everything gets back to normal Okay but you didn't come here to hear about that You came here to hear about this Well I've got a little story for you my love Fantastic <laughs> The story I have a hilarious little story for you this week. It is called The Dancing Plague. Have you ever heard of the Dancing Plague, girl? I have heard of the Dancing Plague, but I can't wait to hear your version of the story. It is not an epidemic of lion dancing that swept across the country in the early <laughs> early 90s, although that was um, that was a fucking That was a plague in itself. That was a fucking plague. What was the story with that? Do any of you still live in the part of the world lads where that's a regular thing? I mean, it's it's dotted around the country here still, but not the way it was back in the 90s. People really took to it back in the 90s. But are you from the par- parts of the states that do it regularly? We would love to know. Send us your lion dancing pictures. <laughs> This is a different type of dancing plague that happened in in the 1500s. And I'm going to start the story thus now. Send you some lines there, Will. So, you know, like, try and fucking read along this time. And Roisin, if you, if you look at me like that one more time today while we're trying to record, I, it, well, it'll be your second sacking, okay? And this time, there won't be a global pandemic to fucking get you back oh. in at the other end. Yeah, press the button, roll it. You're horrible. You're she just needs, woman. she needs, she's one of these, one of these people that needs putting in their place sometimes. I work with two of them. Get on with your bet down story, Annie, come on now. <clears throat> if you'd fucking shut up for a second. It started with just a few people dancing outdoors in the summer heat. Arms flailing, bodies swaying and clothes soaked with sweat. They danced through the night and into the next day seldom stopping to eat or drink and seemingly oblivious to mounting fatigue and the pain of bruised feet they were still going days later by the time authorities intervened hundreds more were dancing in the same frenetic fashion the hysteria kicked off when a woman known as Frau Trofia stepped into the street and began to silently twist, twirl and shake she kept up her solo dance-a-thon for nearly a week and before long, some three dozen other Strasbourgeois had joined in. Over the course of the three roasting, <clears throat> over the course of three roasting hot months in 1518, several hundred people developed a compulsion to dance. The dancing went on and on until, to the horror of the crowds who gathered to watch, some of them collapsed and perished right on the spot. So can I ask for direction um, on accent and um, am I a man or woman or animal? <laughs> so we'll, um, both men and women were affected. We are in the vicinity of the Rhine River uh, near Strasbourg. The year is 1518. So we're kind of in the Middle Ages here. I think you're going to, I think you're going to kind of uh, channel one of the people watching these people dance. And it's a dance they've never seen before. Should they're only used to, you know, like a little bit of waltzing now and again. But this is like fucking raving. So Northumberland woman. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, really like yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> they danced and danced like maniacs for days and even weeks, then fell to the ground and complained of extreme oppression, and groaned as if in agonies of death. 
until they were swathed in cloths bound tightly around their waists, upon which they again recovered, and remained free from complaint until the next attack. The practice of swathing was resorted to by some, but the bystanders frequently relieved patients in a less artificial manner by thumping and trampling upon their parts affected, thumping them over the head and stamping on their bodies and legs until they physically couldn't get back to boogie. <laughs> while, they, while dancing, they could seem to neither see nor hear, being oblivious to all around them, but they were haunted by visions conjuring up spirits whose names they shrieked out and some of them afterwards asserted that they felt as if they had been immersed in a stream of blood which made them leap several feet into the air. Do you remember when you used to do... I think that must have been playing in the background. <laughs> or it's Ace of Base. Oh, that, that she wants, wants is another baby. She's, She's gone, gone tomorrow. tomorrow. If me and you were ever in a band together, I'd say live TV shows, I would actually <laughs> attack you on stage because you'd be singing Why? my all. You'd get mixed up. You always have to sing no, over no. me or copy me like a parish. No. I can't stand no, you. No, but you and can that's do. It. I'm out of the band. <laughs> No, but like I can do the man bit voice because I have a lower voice than you, and you you can do the like high bits. So I'd be like, well, as long as you pick a fucking one to do, is another baby. She's gone tomorrow. Go on, but all that in she wants. Well, me. She's going to get you. Sorry, no, this is my part still. No, that's... You, can't, you keep on talking over me. That's... She goes, she says that, she says, she's going to get you. And then you, you just, I don't know, you just fucking bang the drums. <laughs> it did help. Maybe I'm trying to help you out because you never know a fucking word of a song and make up all your no. own. No. Yeah. Trying to steal my sunshine. Anyway, steal my sunshine. <laughs> that's another good one. <laughs> that was another one that kept going. Well, I know what kind of songs we'd be singing if we were on stage, and they'd be of the Ace of Base TLC kind of a vibe, wouldn't they? No, TLC would be too, like, in the future. And it's way too street for us. We're, we, we are yeah, not. It'd cool. be like, like Saturday night, do we daddy do do Like your baby. Look at you go yeah. again. That, she was a solo what? artist. You're not in the band. You're not in the band. <laughs> understand me please continue with my story if I did this on your week I would be strung up <clears throat> the rich mm. burgers <laughs> the rich burgers who ran the city were not amused one of them the writer Sebastian Brandt had devoted a chapter of his moralising best selling book Ship of Fools to the folly of dance. Mystified by the chaos in the streets, he and his fellow city councillors consulted local doctors who, in keeping with standard medical wisdom, declared the dancing to be a result of overheated blood on the brain. The councillors implemented what they felt <laughs> was the appropriate treating. More dancing! <laughs> more dancing! Oh yes, God. more dancing, beach. 
they or they, somebody just wanted this to go on. And on. <laughs> they were like, or oh. whoever said more dancing was behind it. <laughs> Maybe you'll have to fucking listen to my story and find out. They ordered the clearing of an open-air grain market, commandeered guild halls, and erected a stage next to the horse fair. Oh, God. <laughs> it's electric picnic. <laughs> it's literally a festival. To these locations, they escorted the crazed dancers in the belief that by maintaining frantic motion, they would shake off the sickness. They even hired pipers and drummers and paid strong men to keep the afflicted upright by clutching their bodies as they whirled and swayed. They had bouncers. Jeez. They literally had bouncers. Bit much. So the people kept dancing and soon many were dropping like flies from exhaustion. The council sensed it had maybe made a mistake, <laughs> deciding the dancers were suffering from holy wrath rather than sizzling brains. They opted for a period of enforced penance and banned music and dancing in public. Finally, the dancers were taken to a shrine dedicated to Saint Vitus, located in a musty grotto in the hills, where their bloodied feet were placed into red shoes and they were led around a wooden figurine of a saint. Should that still happens in Ireland these days? What? Yeah, they had to put down red shoes and go walk around the saint. The dancers had an apparent aversion to the square-toed shoes and liked the new modern pointy-toe shoes. <laughs> well, if somebody's giving you a pair of shoes, you're going to go for the more modern <laughs> They also showed a severe aversion to the colour red, which was seen as another clue as to their demonic possession. In the following weeks, say the Chronicles, most ceased their wild movements. The epidemic had come to an end. It seemed pretty clear at the time that the people who were dancing didn't really want to be dancing. They often appeared to be being tortured, which lends credence to the idea that these were not simply religious subversives. So what was really going on? Why do you think the people were dancing the Macarena for two weeks straight, Will? Um, I don't know, wanted to have a good time or maybe they were off their heads on drugs or something. They just, someone was just like, hey, you want some of this? And they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they got some and they are just like, follow me. And then it was like, I like a bull because of you know, food bull like I like a bull Macarena. And then it was like, drop another one. It was like, drop another one. Every time you hear Macarena, drop one. I think that's what happened. <laughs> drop it. I want to say your Spanish is just beautiful as well. Thanks, Annie. Strange that you should say that about drugs because for some time... Ergotism looked like a good contender. Ergot fungi, which grows commonly on grains such as rye, is used for baking bread. Ergotamine is the main psychoactive product of this fungi. It is structurally related to the drug lysergic acid dithylamide, dithylamide? Uh, anyway, LSD, and it's a substance from which LSD-25 was originally synthesised. Synthesised. The same fungus has been implicated in other magical historical anomalies, like the Salem witch trials. But it is very unlikely that they could have kept dancing for days. So you know yourself when you drop a few eckies in the club, like you dance for a few hours, but you wouldn't keep going for two weeks. She'd fall over. There had been several other outbreaks of dancing in the preceding centuries. Very interesting, involving hundreds sometimes, or sometimes just a few people, but nearly all in towns and cities close to the River Rhine. So the River Rhine runs through several countries, but it was along the borders of that river that um, these things used to happen sporadically. Like, I was like, maybe there was something, maybe there was something in the water. Maybe there was something in the water. Yeah, it sounds like there is something in the water, honey. Honey, I want a sip of that water. 
Um, one particular idea appears to have been lodged in the cultural consciousness of that region, and that is that Saint Vitus could punish sinners by making them dance. So um, he was a particular saint, and there was actually a painting in Strasbourg at that time that showed Saint Vitus and three people dancing underneath him, but they were dancing like like they were little cretins. They were dancing, but they weren't are having fun. They were like sentenced to a lifetime of dancing. They were like, oh no, we have to lion dance for eternity. Oh my god, wouldn't that be fucking? If it had been for Cat and I, Joe, I'd be married a long time ago. Imagine that on repeat for the rest of your life, and you in fucking Stetson and fucking cowboy boots doing the higgledy piggledy around the floor. That's that's what hell is. You'd be in the corner getting off with some fucking young fella. I'd be shifting somebody in the corner. Tip tip tapping um, in cowboy boots with one foot <laughs> while you're mugging the head off. <laughs> um, or oh, listen to this, you will love this, right? So that would obviously be this kind of this idea of like spirit possession. Yeah. But in did you know that in European convents in documented cases in the early 1700s, nuns would writhe, convulse, foam at the mouth, make obscene gestures and propositions, climb trees and meow like cats? <laughs> <laughs> did you know that? Yeah. It was all the rage. Were you? It was all the rage. over there. I started that all off. I was just like, you can act like a little rip. I was like, I used to whisper in your ear. I was like, act like a little rip and say you're possessed. You get away with fucking murder. Get it all out of you. And they were like, really? And I was like, yeah, go on. Just be like, oh, Lucifer. And then just be like, yeah, fuck off. Go fucking mad. Go mad. I'm just imagining some of the nuns that taught me in the convent. Like, I went to a convent secondary school. Imagine some of the nuns fucking, like, up in a tree outside school, like, meowing like a cat and making fucking, making blowjob signs. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty bitches. It'd be like, is that Sister Mary Joseph? I mean, she teaches me maths. I'll be in in a minute. <laughs> Go in and start to looking over your homework from last night, and she up there being like, "Ah, I suck your cock for you." Eh. <laughs> oh my god! That sounds like you at your window in your house. I learned from the best bitch. <laughs> He did actually. The behaviour of these nuns seemed strange, but the nuns lived in communities that encouraged them to obsess about sin and were steeped in mystical supernaturalism. It's very much like the Ireland that we grew up in. Those who became convinced that demons had entered their souls were prone to fall into disassociative states in which they did exactly what theologian exorcist said the diabolically possessed would do. Hmm, I think it makes sense. But let us bring this case of possession to a little bit more of a modern take on things and delve into something strange that happened back in Portugal in 2006, William, and this is not very long ago. Oh, we're going forward in time. I love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Portugal back in 2006, just coming up to the time of the summer exams, a handful of high schoolers across many different schools each complained of the same symptoms. Dizziness, difficulty breathing and rash, but with no discernible cause. And this mystery illness appeared contagious, very contagious. Within a few days, it had spread significantly. Before the week was out, nearly 300 students across 14 different high schools in different areas showed the same set of ailments. The epidemic was so bad that some schools closed down for a few days. Medical tests showed nothing out of the ordinary, or at least nothing common among the afflicted which would account for similar ailments. 
But when they looked to another source, health officials found something to go on. The cause, they concluded, was marangos com acucar, or strawberries with sugar. And an extraordinary number of Portuguese teens were exposed to it. Marangos, marangos com acucar, was a Portuguese soap opera. And in a recent episode, the kids on Marangos Kamakikar got sick, very sick. A life-threatening virus had gripped the fictional school population. The sick kids in the show had dizziness, difficulty breathing and a rash. But it didn't end when the viewers turned off the television. The real school kids started showing similar symptoms just a few days after the episode aired. Medical officials believe many children, after watching the show, feared their own minor rashes and wheezes were something serious. For the first time ever, a fake television disease had caused a real-life one. Within a week, hundreds of Portuguese high schoolers were convinced that the end of times was at hand. Um, And just a little footnote to this, nobody died, they all had to go back to school and they all had to sit their summer exams in the end. Raging. So I think Rage. <laughs> imagine, imagine seeing like home and away and there's like another fire at the fucking school and then you go into school the next week and you're like sitting in the classroom and you're like Tommy, can you smell gas? And then like you're fucking running out of there thinking of the place is on fire. What? Well I think a fire is different to fake rash, Nanny. Come on. But yeah, um, I do it's... think we are very susceptible at that age to believe absolutely anything. It's if somebody told you that you were a good singer at some stage. Yeah, somebody told you you were good looking too. (laughs) 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 Yes, it is believed that this was a case of mass hysteria. And likewise in Strasbourg in the early 1500s, life there satisfied another basic condition for the outbreak of psychogenic illness or mass hysteria. The chronicles recorded plenty of the distress that brings about a heightened level of suggestibility. Social and religious conflicts, terrifying new diseases, harvest failures and spiking wheat prices caused widespread misery. A chronicler described 1570 with poignant brevity as a bad year. The following summer, orphanages, hospitals and shelters were overflowing with the desperate. These were the ideal conditions for some of the city's needy to imagine that God was angry with them and that St. Vitus stalked their very streets. Bam, bam, bam! (gasps) St. Vitus! That fella there, what a weird power to have. I know! He was able to... I think that was his own... I think that was the only reason he was a saint because he was apparently able to break these people out of a dancing um, plague. He, like, what a shit thing to be a fucking saint for. Yeah, but I thought he was the one that could strike you down with that. Oh, he could strike you down, but he could also cure you. He could lift you up from it also. He could take you out of it, you see. It's kind of a weird Halliwell sister power to have, isn't it? Are you talking about that fucking show again? <laughs> Are you... Uh, every fucking few weeks you ring me and be like, Annie, Annie, remember that time on Charge? No, Which I was don't, like, You do, you do. And I then she... She's the one with more powers, but she's she's the one with the book, and she's I the one do. with the, she's the one no. with the bad hair too. Oh, Shannon Doherty. Yeah, always. I do. No. do you prefer Shannon Doherty with a fringe or without a fringe? I don't know. I liked her. <laughs> no, I liked Alyssa Milano when she used to wear those really low hipster jeans and crop tops. I'm so bored. Why I'm so over it. Right. Why would I I'm ring so... you? Because this is what I get. I do Hi, Annie. How's your day? <laughs> Like, how are you getting on the stable? Did you get to go for a walk today? Guess so, meh. <laughs> you alright, Annie? You seemed a bit down today. Meh. 
That's all I get. <laughs> I only tell you these things about the charm sisters just to kind of lift your spirits. Um, uh, hold on there now, Will. I just there is something you have to fart. Just fart. And how would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ask <laughs> William, thank you for joining us this week on Ask Will Anything. Um, we're going to... We're going to keep it light and try not to get too personal today. Um, what's the most epic way you've ever been fired? <laughs> well, I've never been fired, so... Have you never been fired in your whole life? Really weird, seeing as you were such a shit employee. Well, obviously not shit enough to get fired, so your theory's wrong, you fucking bitch. <laughs> now, obviously, you've been fired every three seconds. Annie, could you wake up, please? Annie, you're late for work again. Annie, there's a smell off you again. <laughs> Annie, you're robbing again. <laughs> Those phrases sound familiar. 
Next question, caller. Next question. I will model citizen. Uh, will what annoys you most in people? Um, when someone thinks that they are absolutely hilarious, but nobody's laughing. And you're on a night out, and they, they tell the most <laughs> bedding jokes, and there's a group of people, like 10 people, and we're drinks, and everybody's like having a lovely time. And then this person in the corner is telling these absolutely stinkers, and nobody's laughing, and it actually makes the place awkward. And then people are like, ah, oh, I'm just going for another drink. And then they come back, and then the person gets even more drunk, and then they start telling them even, like more horrendous jokes. Don't get the hint, can't read the room. God, if I see that girl one more time. <laughs> but you don't let me out with you anymore. Um, I wasn't talking uh, about I you. Don't... No, I'm, I'm joking. No, okay, I was. I know Sorry. I'm not okay, hands up, I was. Hands up, I was. No, I wasn't. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I wasn't. Do you know what, though? It's a very good point, though, people who can't read the room. But, like, mm. I sometimes I think that people who can't read the room are, like... Like they've got some kind of there's something wrong. Like they're missing a part of their like they they just they don't they can't see it. Here's an example, right? I know it's mm. your segment, but like, uh, fuck you, like it's, it. my it's my it's my show too. Wouldn't be like Okay. It. I know we always talk about RuPaul's drag race, but I'm gonna keep it short, right? Utica from this year's at this season just oh, gone. Yeah, yeah. Like Yushka is an example of somebody like she she's this like weird cookie drag queen for you guys who don't know her and like she's this really like you know your friend who has this really weird sense of humour but like like kind of like the Phoebe from Friends but not funny like at all mm-hmm. and like she was told like that's not funny that's not funny like everyone was like that's not funny that's not funny they were doing like a comedy thing and she was like I kind of think it's funny and it makes me yeah. laugh and you're like yeah, yeah. oh my god but other people don't like it's not that it's not everybody's sense of humour it's a very unique sense of humour that you have yeah. and 99% of people are like no but then she just didn't get it and then she just got axed yeah the writing was on the wall though but yeah I do yeah it's that type of thing that annoys me so much in people oh but I thought you were going to say something like you know being a serial killer but no that's more important and now oh wait oh Florida man drank alcohol and masturbated while giving Botox injections to women. Oh, yes. <laughs> According to Action News Jax and WOKV, the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office arrested Nelson Turin, 47 years old, on March the 12th after an undercover detective saw him drinking alcohol- alcoholic beverages at a legitimate spa on San Jose Boulevard. He now faces multiple charges, including three counts of possessing legend drugs legend drugs and one count of practicing medicine without a license the news outlets reports our detective illegal yeah it says legend but obviously oh, it's evil oh but now now that i look at this this is the typo in this fucking newspaper can anybody spell anymore lads illegal drugs no, i, I don't, think i will. actually don't think they can uh okay this is a this is a pet peeve of mine guys if you have a news site get somebody to proofread your fucking type 
Our detectives conducted an investigation and found several online videos showing the doctor injecting clients with Botox and doing other treatments. He would do lip, chin, cheek fillers, nose lifts, as well as any other Botox type of injection. He had several of these videos on different social media outlets or on the internet showing the service he provided, including an ad for Botox and Bubbles event at the spa. Bubbles referred to champagne and four locos, which Turin drank while consulting with patients. A young woman has come forward alleging that in addition to being under the influence of alcohol, Turin would pleasure himself during consultations. She alleges that he would constantly rub his crotch area until he obviously relieved himself. The woman said she immediately left his office after observing his bizarre behaviour and did not move forward with treatments. Thank you. This has been Annie for Billy's Bizarre News. Join us next week. Four locos. I keep hearing about four locos. Uh, can you get them here in Ireland? Tell us what they're like, lads, because I heard that it's like alcohol mixed with like um, a fucking uh, some kind of like energy drink and it's meant to get you off your tits. Might be up for that. Um, I wouldn't be mixing it with Botox now. You might end up looking like a few people that we know. Say no more. <laughs> Say no more is right. <laughs> is that right, <laughs> Say no more. We're going to say thank you to our lovely Patreons who um, are supporting us through this pandemic and only for you, there wouldn't be bread and butter on the table. We need to say thank you to Ashley McKee and Denise Gallagher. Oh, hi. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Denise Gallagher, look at you, our little friend popping up again. Aren't you just like... I just think you're going to have to get the official badge of uh, number one super fan. I think there's going to have to, a pair of socks or something's going to have to go down there to her. Do you know? And I heard that she's only back in Ireland. She's only <laughs> back in Ireland after 10 years away. And here she is supporting local enterprises. On. And. She's And Ashley, Ashley McKee. Ashley McKee. There's a little bit of Irish in you or maybe Scottish. Listen, lads, thanks so much for supporting us. Um, like Thank you so much. Like we say every week, we couldn't do it without you. You keep the cost of just getting it out every week. Just you keep us ticking over. Um, I will be back. I owe you guys a Patreon episode. I promise it will be with you before the end of this week. And by the end of this week, I mean Sunday. Um. Well, um, would you like to say anything? I would like to announce I am running for President of the United States in 2024. <laughs> I believe that I possess the qualities, what it takes to be the next president <laughs> after Joe Sleepy Biden. I believe that my, <laughs> my president, Annie Gann, would be a prime candidate for this pre- presidency. We will make America fantastic again. That's our slogan. Let's make it fantastic. We will make America gate again. (coughs) Crickets. So we're going to go with let's make America fantastic. Okay. Okay. Bye. Fantastic. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Listen, thanks so much. Join us next week when Will will delve into his back pocket and discover how long has this condom been in here? Oh my God, you're a vile, horrible person. <laughs> Join us next week for more mysteries. Mysteries. Of the un- of the unexplained. <laughs>
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.